Hello, I'm back with another episode. Today's episode is a little bit different than some of the other ones because it's not really planned at all. I just happened to have a very crazy dream that I thought was very relevant and I thought I'd share it. I'm not sure exactly when I will uh, release this episode, but probably soon after I record it. But it's, I just, I don't know about you guys, but whenever I get sick with a fever and feel out of it, I typically have very vivid dreams with that are somewhat like nightmares, but are very lucid in the sense that you can kind of choose the actions that the main character takes and almost seemingly never ending because it's a not the most pleasant like dream, but it seems to go on for a very, very long time. And that's exactly what I had the other day. I happened to just run down with a fever and I was sweating and you know, I go to bed and my I wake up with my sheets soaked, maybe TMI, but this is the context for this dream. And so a few days before I got sick, I was watching, I watched this uh, documentary, documentary that just came out called What is a Woman? And it's put on by Matt Walsh, who is a, who's a podcaster and a editor of the Daily Wire Network, the network that Ben Shapiro helps run. And honestly, that documentary was one of the better documentaries I'd seen in a while. I have a list of documentaries that I love, and it's now on that list. And the title seems kind of, I don't know, might draw some people's attentions, might not draw others. But I guess the, to summarize it, it's he's attempting to just ask people, ask different people what what is a woman, trying to find a, a common ground definition for a woman, because the word, the gender and sex and idiot, all of these opinions are now being put out online, and the talk of gender and the talk of sexuality is now more common than ever before in life. And so I feel like Walsh was just trying to figure out, so what is a woman if so many people are talking about gender and sex? He could have chose what is a man. It doesn't really matter. The point is he was just trying to ask people from all different political leanings, all different geographical locations, trying to see if he could find any common values and ground on which the definition can be found. And from what he could see and from what he showed on the documentary, there is not a necessarily common definition, especially in academia and medicine. And and it was honestly somewhat worrying because if the people who are attempting to find the truth and are rooted in science can't even give a scientific definition of what a woman is, seeming a seemingly simple question, what is a woman? Uh, an answer I could give is a adult female human person born with X, X chromosomes and born with a vagina. Uh, there's a few other definitions you could give, but I think it's XX. I'm... I might be so dumb that I got it wrong. Is it? Mm. I'll go back and edit that if I need. But the point is, it can be give it definition for woman can be moderately easy. Adult female human. Let's just stick with that. And but it seems as if that is now, if if someone gives that definition, that's now uh, a bias and 
almost harmful definition to some. Some people's definition is whoever identifies themselves as a woman. And, but then you would ask, so yeah, whoever identifies as a woman, so what is that? What is a woman? And then people would say, oh, it just shows how there, there's no strict definition. It can be varied. It's different for each person. And it's a conglomeration of how you feel, what type of clothes you wear, what gender cues you give, whatever that means. And, and how it, it's so confusing to even try to ask that question to some people. And you could even see them stumbling like, hmm, the definitions I'm giving don't make much sense, but I can't just give the adult female human version of the definition because then I'd look like a person who isn't inclusive to those who feel like they're women. So either way, I want to do an entire episode on this documentary. There are some people who want to join me and talk about it with me. I'd love to do that. But this, the, the point of this episode is not to talk about that documentary specifically, but to mention it so that I could give broader context for this dream. So in the documentary, there's a part where a guy in British Columbia, Canada, he was sued by his daughter for misgendering her. And his daughter wanted to be a boy and wanted to have the he, him pronouns. And he called her a girl and she sued him and he now went to jail and was fined $30,000. And in my opinion, that is a crazy thing to hear and a terrifying thing to hear because if you think about it, that means that freedom of speech no longer exists in that country. It's considered a criminal activity to misgender someone. The same level of severity as smacking them in the head with a, a broomstick. And how all it takes is a few words to come out of the mouth and then you could be sent to prison and be fined thousands and thousands of dollars. And I remember when Peterson first blew up in fame, he was trying to explain why he was not a fan of the Bill C-16 in Canada because it was it was a government uh, bill that would force people to use correct pronouns. And Peterson has read enough history to realize that when you try to, from authority, try to dictate what people say and consider some language violent or hateful or criminal, you then no longer have a free country. You then force people to stay within boxes like sheep and say exactly what they're supposed to say, and anyone who goes against the grain could be punished or killed based on how far the society has degenerated into destruction. And Peterson got a lot of flack for this because some people would say that he's not being compassionate enough with the transgender people. And this is where he's like, if someone in my class wants to be called something, by all means, I'll call them whatever they want to be called. But I do not agree with the government being allowed to force people and, and threaten criminal 
charges upon people who don't uh, conform. And that was his main reason for recording that video. And and still to this day, some people don't like Peterson and they've never listened to him. And I'm like, oh my word, people, you, you're not listening to what he's saying. Have you read the Gulag Archipelago? Have you read about Nazi Germany? Where when you're forced to not say things, that society is no longer free. And that was his main point. But now I'm going to explain the dream with all that context added in the beginning. The dream consisted of a similar bill being attempting to be passed in America. And in the dream, I had heard about that bill and I was like, hmm, I have a platform where people listen this podcast, and I'm going to decide to stand up and say that I don't agree that the government should be allowed to dictate what we can and cannot say as Americans. That's the beauty of free speech. Stupid speech gets updated by less stupid speech. If you say something dumb, it's not criminal. You say something dumb, you might get criticized for it and Oh, excellent. You can improve. You might not say that again because of how dumb you sounded. Amazing. You can update yourself and become better. But when you're not allowed to say certain things, you then no longer have that free society and you no longer have that ability to update and improve. And most people won't be themselves because out of fear, they're going to conform. And if you don't conform, you and your family members might be punished. And It's exactly what happened in the 20th century disasters of the Nazi Germany, Soviet Union, and the Maoist China. And so I decided to start a live stream because that bill was soon going to be passed. This is all a dream, you know, it's not reality yet. But the dream was saying that the bill was going to be passed. So I got onto YouTube Live on, on my podcast platform and a lot of people started to join and I just was explaining that, hey... I don't think this is a constitutional bill. It's it's going to remove our ability to have free speech. And I'm not someone who is going to deliberately offend someone by mispronouncing them, but I don't think it's a criminal act. I don't think uttering a few sounds out of your mouth is subject to be thrown into prison and fined $30,000. And whatever the bill might be that comes up, it's all hypothetical because it's a dream, but I've read some books about how just someone who's willing to go against the grain and not conform and stand up for what they believe to be true, that can bring down an entire tyrannical society. If you think about Alexander Solzhenitsyn's Gulag Archipelago, his book was one of the main reasons why the Soviet Union was brought down because people read and realized how terrible the ideology of the Soviets were and how just someone standing up for something that is true broke all that down and allowed for Russia to become a much freer society. And I'd read that book and I'd also read a book called Ordinary Men where a police battalion in Nazi Germany in the 19th, late 1930s and early 1940s was there. There were people made up of shopkeepers, butchers, farmers, whatever, anyone, just ordinary guys. 
they were recruited by their local government to a police battalion, and their primary objective was kidnap all of the Jews in this area, bring them to an area, shoot them all in the head, men, women, and children, and bury them. And then bring more people and shoot them on top of them and and keep piling up and bury them all in this area. And, and it showed that most of those people did conform because they didn't, the, the consequences could be their family could be shot and they could be shot. And some people read these books or uh, some people look at Nazi Germany and be like, and look at it and say, oh, Hitler was so evil. Oh, the Nazis were so evil. But they forget to realize that these people were are the same biology as us. They have the same capacity for evil than you and I do. And that book truly changed me. And it made me realize that, hey, police officers aren't evil. People sometimes follow orders because out of fear that in not following the order, they could be hurt, killed, or their family could be hurt and killed, or there could be big consequences for them. So I talk about all this in my hypothetical YouTube live stream that I have when I'm dreaming, and I get a notification saying that the police are on their way to arrest me for harmful and hateful speech, and that I'm breaking the law. And part of me... Before I even started the live stream, I was talking to my girlfriend in the dream saying, I have two options. I could let this bill pass and just be quiet about it and never talk about it and just live in fear. And, you know, I'd be safe, but not that safe because I wouldn't be that free. Or I could get on this live stream and start talking and start impacting people. And if there's consequences for me and you, I really do think they're worth it because one person standing up to lies can bring down an entire tyranny. And so I decided that it was worth it to live stream. The police actually come into my room and there were a few different iterations of what happened. The first iteration, they just shot me. The second, they drugged me away and brought me to a torture area, just a prison camp. And, and I don't know the other iterations, but the point is that after I did that, recorded that, people were recording the event with their phone when I was live streaming because YouTube most likely will take it down due to violating the community guidelines for hateful speech and whatever else. And so people actually had this on their phones as a remembrance and more and more people were sharing it and it actually helped enough people realized the implications of this bill and it actually helped reverse the bill from being passed. Even though I might've suffered some consequences and might've been killed or hurt. And it was just that ability for someone to have courage and stand up for what is true. And this is where it's like, I have no idea what I would do in the real situation. But the moral that I learned from this story is that it is more worth it to say what you think than to cower back and let your thoughts die with you because now you're a dead person if you let your thoughts die. And it it's crazy what one person can do, the butterfly effect. And that's exactly what I, my, one of my philosophies is. 
you never know what can happen, Harley, so you might as well try it out because the you'll never know the impact that you're going to have on people. And so that's why I feel like this dream was important to share because I think for all of us, even if it's not as huge of a scenario as that, if you hear something that you feel like is not true, it is worth it. It is so worth it for you to speak up and say why you feel like it isn't true because the people in that room or people next to you might hear that and say, yeah, you're right. That's a great point. This is wrong. I just was too scared to say it. All it takes is one person. It's crazy. If you guys have looked into the conformity studies of how if you look, if you're in a room and I don't know, you're all given a sheet of paper with a with like three marks on it, and then and then the person up front is saying, asking, "Hey, how many marks are on this paper?" But the first person to raise their hand and answer says four. Then you're like, "Hmm, am I reading this wrong? Did they give me the wrong thing?" And then if another person says four, the the probability that the rest of the people will say four, even though the age correct answer is three, the probability just increases and increases. The point here is that social conformity is so powerful in us humans. All it takes is one person to start saying something, and then the next person will feel so much more comfortable joining them and saying it, because now there's that group. You're conforming to that little group that you've created, and it's when you, if people are going to college, I know there's a lot of people in my brother's grade who are going to college right now. And if you hear something that you feel like is not true, raise your hand, explain, ask them to explain it. Maybe explain a counter case, try to stand up for what you believe, because you're going to learn so much more and you're going to positively impact people, especially if you do it in a act of humility, just like my episode two episodes ago about learning humility from Jesus. Jesus was a person who was humble when he was criticizing people and, and criticizing ideas. And that's exactly what I feel like we're called to do. So I hope this dream positively influenced you and inspired you to stand up for what you believe. It truly inspired me. The dream was monumental for me. I, if there's ever a huge emergency, I want to be able to say to myself that Harley, you are a person who can stand up and who can say what is true, even if the consequences are heavy. And, and that's kind of what I've learned from that dream. And let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you've had any crazy dreams. I really do think dreams are integral to what we're thinking about and what is important. If you ever remember a dream, maybe write it down, talk about it, because you never know what you could learn from it. And, I guess that's the end of this episode. You have a great rest of your day.